Hey everybody, welcome to this week's It Shouldn't Be This Hard podcast. My name is Austin. And I am Josh. And this week, uh, we told you last week it might be a special episode, and uh, it, it's worked out. Uh, we have a guest with us today. He has been with us uh, two other times before, correct? Might be. Like, I might. You might on, flake. Or... You never know. Come on, man. Something this is my happen. third third go. Anyways, everybody, this is Doug. Third go, third go. Doug <laughs> Petty, what's up? Doug is back for the three-peat. <laughs> the three-peat. I'm going to have to take a break and then come back like Jordan and get three more. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going come back I'm, with a new number. Mm-hmm. We're going to the ship. We're going to get three more. <laughs> get three more. <laughs> so speaking of the ship, you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Uh, yes. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's just discuss. We talk football, and we we, we have to talk the, about it. The Rams punted like four hundred and seventy some yards. Yeah, but that dude was like their MVP. Yeah. So they I stopped score watching. A single touchdown. <laughs> so I stopped watching the game at like I think the end of the third quarter. I just yeah, completely I you, stopped. You posted watching on it. Facebook, and you said, "Well, I'm going to bed. Good job, Tom Brady." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like. One touchdown, one fucking touchdown in entire Super Bowl. Um, yeah, that was from two high-powered offenses. It was a boring game. It was a it, good football game, as far as football goes. If you like that kind of, if shit. you like a defensive style game, you know, like back in the you know seventies and eighties. Oh, uh, fuck that! That's not yeah, the league no, we play though. anymore. <laughs> no, no. Um, not at all. Yeah, so like one, I think. There was like maybe one good commercial, um, and then is that I, NFL one hundred commercial or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was that's dope. my favorite one. Yeah. yeah, I did you see that one? I just saw the first one with Marshawn. I didn't where see he grabbed that. the uh, the cake. Yeah, yeah, oh, that one cracked my ass up. It was mm. so dumb. I loved that one, and I just like how they had like Joe Montana throwing to Jerry Rice and shit like that. Yeah, man, Marshawn Lynch is like. Uh, legendary like that dude lit a blunt with al davis's like torch <laughs> that's like in the stadium of the raiders there's yeah. a torch signal like the forever torch for uh al davis he literally <laughs> lit a blunt with it yeah that dude didn't care <laughs> well i mean Let it's legal him. there in uh cali so he's speaking all of i actually went to denver uh, two weeks yeah, ago. I was going to ask you how your trip was. I was going to ask you earlier, and then I was like, well, I'll wait till we're Well, recording. it was probably like the greatest thing in my entire life. I mean. I know you've been ever, well, you, you've always wanted to go. Yeah. And then they legalized marijuana, and you really wanted to go. And then I just never did. I just never did. I put it off until I figured I could like just go nuts. Well. <laughs> I'm 35 now. I turned 35. That was I spent my 35th birthday on like crossing the border from Colorado to Kansas. <laughs> but purchasing weed legally for the first time was fantastic. Say, was it was it, it a was weird experience? A dream come true <laughs> is what it was. I mean, to not have to buy it from somebody and then like sneak out of their house kind of deal and then <laughs> drive home and try not to get arrested. That's yeah. one way of doing it. But to walk in and be like, hey, some lady behind the counter, how can I help you today? And 
So how well, was I was the- smoking this last night and got really stoned off of it. You want You should try some of it. Sure, sign <laughs> me up. How was the uh, pricing? Oh, it was cheap as fuck there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cheap as, like, even with taxes and shit, like, cheap as Still fuck. Still what you're paying there. here. Like, well, and then they, they do edibles, they do lollipops, well, they do all that stuff, oh, yeah. right? Like, you can oh, even yeah. get pre, pre-rolled. Yeah, uh, there's this stuff called caviar, which is, like, you take a weed nug, and then you put THC oil in it, and then you dip it in uh, keef and it's called caviar oh my god it's it's intense but they there's a lot of pre-rolled joints out there of that kind of shit and that will knock your fucking dick in the dirt (laughs) so you're you're allowed to have it but you're you can't smoke it openly correct See that's the in that's, air quotes smoke yeah. it open yeah 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 because if you well, walk it's just like an Amsterdam you're not Denver, supposed to all you smell is fucking weed like yeah there's a lot of that that you you don't realize it's actually just the green smell of the plant like yeah there's a lot of that skunky smell that's not necessarily weed smoke it's yeah yeah just the plant like you open that the first time you open that door of fucking dispensary it's just like if you smoke weed that is like the best smell. Mm-hmm. In the world, like you go from fresh air to that, yes, like you just, <laughs> I don't know, it's it's just a crazy, it's a crazy thing to think about, man. I mean, I don't know. Does it give I you just, aspirations was, of moving? Man, I actually had a discussion with my buddy Jesse about this, and you know, it. You shouldn't want to leave necessarily chasing something else. You should yeah, yeah, want to yeah. stay and make what you have what you want. Yeah. So, you know, sticking around and voting for the right governor and all that shit and keeping the people in office who need to be in office for my green initiatives and shit like that. That's, I mean, I just got to do my part. I, I have a feeling that you guys are in the same situation that I'm in, though, that you're, you know, you're in the Bible, you're in the Bible Belt, and I'm from a very conservative state as well, where we'll probably be one of the last states to actually pass it as recreational. I don't think, because we, we don't even currently in North Carolina have it as medicinal. That's, and that's kind of a crazy, crazy thing, too, because, I mean, like, when you walk up to a dispensary in Denver... There will be two doors at a lot of places. Oh, really? And it'll it'll say eighteen and over medicinal. So, which basically you've got to have a med card, which means the doctor has to have said at some point that you need to have this marijuana in your system. Yeah. And actually, I don't, I've I read somewhere that I don't. You shouldn't use the word marijuana. You cannabis. Use, I mean, cannabis is its actual name. I mean, cannabis. Is its scientific name, but marijuana was a, a, a word used to ethnicize. Okay, the, yeah, yeah. To make it sound more like, oh, that's the colored people are doing. <laughs> marijuana sounds Mexican, though. I mean, if you think about yeah. it, that marijuana yeah, yeah. just sounds like a Spanish word. Yeah, well, yeah, and, it's and definitely honest, uh, propaganda. Yeah, and absolutely. And I mean, it got pushed that way. I mean, reefer and all that shit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff that they. I mean. 
they've tried to make this look weed look as bad as it can. <laughs> Jazz it's cigarettes. Just, yeah, it's just not sticking. Not, not anymore. Not, I mean, no, and it's it's getting more and more widely accepted. Like, yeah, it's getting there. I mean, like even uh, my friend, he just moved back home to Massachusetts, and they just legalized it for recreational as well. Over half the country has some sort of either decriminalization or medical or recreational situation. Yeah. I mean, if over half the country states-wise feels that something's okay, then isn't this a fucking democracy that we live in? And doesn't that, doesn't that like signify well, like a... One nice thing with that is some of the candidates right now that have already thrown their name out there have already said they support decriminalizing it. They support, you know, at the federal level. The worst thing about weed is buying it black market. Yes. Yeah. That's it has what makes nev- it it's never killed anybody except for the fact of, you know, you're going to get idiots. You're going to get somebody who thinks that they can get as ripped as they want and then just immediately hop into a car and drive. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you got people you're gonna that, get that drive all the time, uh, too. Yeah, you got that, too. You just but, got people that do stupid but shit. But, I mean, for the most part, weed has never killed anybody health-wise. I mean, yeah. it has never caused any issues. Yeah. That, that Doug Benson dude did the 30 days where it actually <laughs> it improved his fucking lung capacity. There was a lot of other positive effects that it actually had compared to, you know, fuck, man. Half the shit we ingest, period, is ruining our lives. Okay. So if if one well, thing can maybe help a out just before about sugar. Yeah. Sugar's bad for you. There's oh, studies yeah. show that this is <laughs> this is supposed to actually help out with, you know, controlling late onset Alzheimer's, helping control uh or just retard the process, slow down the whole situation. I mean, there's a lot of positive research that's being done now because hey man, I mean Ten well, years ago, you couldn't research this shit because if no, you got caught with it, you would go ago, to jail. You, you know, so now they're actually getting the chance. Yeah. Scientists and people who actually have the minds to make these, yeah. make this data. I mean, instead of just having a bunch of propaganda. Hold on, right are there. you telling yeah. me Half Baked wasn't a documentary? No, Abba Zaba, you're my best so, friend. <laughs> you're my best. You're I, my only friend. I almost hit you up the other day because I had a dream the other night that. Kansas was legalizing it, and out on a whim, I just applied for to to uh, business for it, and I got approved. Mm-hmm. And so me and you went in business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a weird dream, but we, had, uh, we we were doing very well for ourselves. I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> if things go the way that the cards are being laid out, also we are looking at Missouri has gone medicinal. Yeah. And they're working on going full wreck by the time 2020 hits. Yeah. Because that's the next election that they can vote for it. Well, uh, <laughs> how are you going to do that in Kansas City? There is a street called State Line that goes kind of through the middle of Kansas City. That you're on one side of the street, to... you're in Missouri. Yeah. And on the other side of the street, you're in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. So literally... So, if I walked across the street and bought trees over there, <laughs> are you can I not? Are you, you, yeah, am I a smuggler you, because I walked across the street to go back to my you, house? Technically, you. I guess yeah. Technically, if you like, yeah, you cross state <laughs> lines. 
So at this point, are you going to be able to pay the FBI, DEA, whoever else, that whoever, you know, all yeah. these enforcement agencies that need to be involved, you're going to pay for all that kind of border control in that state? Are you kidding me? Are you going to ruin that many people's lives with smuggling charges? And, build you know, a and wall. The fact that build literally, a wall. <laughs> literally, it's 100% legal here and across the street it wouldn't be. And yeah, Missouri's going to pay for that wall. <laughs> this is fucking East Germany and West Germany. is more <laughs> like it. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it brings up a weird, like, it just, it's weird. Because I think even Ohio, Ohio just voted for medicinal. Like, they're, they're, they're going to be medicinal, I think, in the next year. Or actually, it might be this year. They might go, uh, I think they're going medicinal. So like even Ohio, which is super well, conservative, you got to think like St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis is in technically it's kind of splitting on a border yeah. too, so it's going into Illinois and Missouri. So Missouri, being a state that's going to go eventually, you know, shit, they're going med- medicinal right now. Like they have officially already. I've I've got this app called Weed Maps. And if I open <laughs> it up right now. It'll pull up a Missouri medicinal weed center yeah. that you can like you can access. That's ridiculous. Knowing that that close, I mean, it's one thing to have Colorado be seven and a half hours away to Denver or whatever. I can get to Kansas City in three hours, bro. Oh yeah, like, that's, you can hit Joplin that's a, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother story, man. Like I have a well, cousin, and then, and then like the people of Wichita, they're the people of Kansas have already spoken that they want it. Wichita has passed a, what was it that they were going? It wasn't decriminalization, but it was. No, you have to take the steps. It's usually uh, it's usually a, mer- a medical first. No, we we voted a while about two years ago. Oh, to, and they they discredited it because the. The people who signed the petition were not all guaranteed to be registered voters. Well, it that and then Chris Kobach said it didn't matter because he didn't give a shit what mm-hmm. what the people want because he's a giant tool. Um, but like, we've tried to take the steps towards it. The people have, yeah, and the politicians have pushed back on it. Yeah, in North um, Carolina, well, they've upped the amount that you can carry. They, you know, nice. they, they've they've upped and not get and not be not yeah not be uh, not considered a felony. Um, they've done that, so like basically our next steps would be the same thing as yours, you know, like um, uh, medicinal and then recreational. Yeah, um, like I said, I think decriminalize. It has to start with decriminalization. They has to look at. You have to look at it like the law lawmakers have to see it. As it's not a threat anymore. Yeah, and I I just think the the harder thing is at the federal level with decriminalization at the federal level is just going to take so much more time because what do you do with people that were arrested arrested for um do do you uh, do you let these people go because that's where I mean uh, you know the free market as far as you know prison systems go like that's where they make their money like. They they make a lot of money off of people that have these, you know, little yeah minor yeah. yeah. So what what do Those you do then? Shouldn't be in there. In yeah the first yeah place. yeah. Like guys that were like carrying weed and went to fucking federal prison. And shit. Well, that I mean that's been debated a lot with a lot of different people as far as like government related. Mm-hmm. It's just you see, 
God, I think it's Illinois has just doing, started doing something that as long as there was no guns involved and it wasn't a violent charge, like if as long as it was like a peaceful, when they did arrest you, it, you you, you, had you didn't cause any trouble or anything, yeah. then those kinds of peaceful, nonviolent offenders have been expunged. Like they're, they're releasing them from jail and taking that shit off of their record. Like, yeah. Which is as it should be. Yeah. As long as you're not causing any issues, man, the, literally the worst thing about doing pot is Munchies. this black market. <laughs> Which in turn gets you some of the crazies that are running. Well, yeah, and you get arrested. You have to deal yep. with all these. I mean, I lived next door to a meth head for three years, and they never went to jail. They would go to jail, and they'd come right back out, and they'd just start doing meth again. <laughs> I got caught with weed. They had me UA in every fucking other week, and like there was no way I could even think to do some shit. Yeah, because yeah. I went to jail because I tried to think to do some shit. <laughs> so I mean, you can't you can't really I mean you can get away with it, but for the most part, like how are these people walking the fucking streets? Yet there's some dude that got caught with two pounds, and now he's doing fucking five years in a goddamn prison. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. These people are rotting their entire faces out and poisoning people. Yeah. I mean, Blowing that shit people with up. fentanyl and all that shit, man, that, that fentanyl shit is oh, yeah, horrible, man. The opium crisis is horrible because a lot of people don't realize that half of these people don't get enough out of Loratabs anymore and immediately start going into heroin Yeah, because they're yeah. all made from the same fucking thing. Exactly. And it's yeah, just sad to see the prescription. The prescription, you know, market is even worse than. Oh you fuck, know, big like pharma, be, man! Yeah, pharma is even worse than than. than They're uh, the biggest drug pushers <laughs> in the world. Exactly. They just keep jacking them prices up. Jesus Christ, man! My mom has to pay four hundred dollars for diabetic medicine. Jesus. And that's for fuck that's for the mo- not even a month supply. I don't think. That's, that's ridiculous, ridiculous, man. I mean. My grandma was paying thousands of dollars in medications for shit that, I mean, half of them may have been Just canceling so each other out. Alive. You know what I mean? But yeah. we don't even know for sure 100% that they were all doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing. No, that's true. I mean, that, and that's, I put faith in doctors, but for the most part, man, I have not <laughs> gone to a doctor in a long time, man. <laughs> I mean, screw it. I don't know. When was the last time you went to a doctor, Doug? You uh, <laughs> said I think three three years ago. I I get gout now, being old and fat. I get I get that gout. Kind of an old fat man disease. Yeah, six million people every year are affected by it, males, and then two million females. I've been doing a lot of research. I just, I'm coming off of some gout right now. And I got a sucks, bad bro. case of the gout. Yeah, that shit sucks, man. If you ain't ever had it, that shit sucks. It locks my whole left foot up. Oh, like, man. Ooh, it's hard to walk. It hurts to put shoes on and shit. But I went one time for that, took some medicine for it, and what happens there? The side effects made me sick, so I can't even take the goddamn medicine. So... In essence, why would I eat something that's going to make me feel worse than what's going on with my foot? Yeah. Yep. I mean, the payout's not there, so I I don't know. There's a lot of the time where I just don't 
fucking take medicine. You might catch me eating some cold and flu every now and then or whatever if I have a little head cold or something, but man, my, I don't know. <laughs> There's just too many pull or pill pushers, man. It's just too. They always want to try to put you on some prescription. I mean, yeah, last I, time I you went several. to the doctor, how many times? They, how many pills they try to put you on? Oh, I'm on one, two, three, four. Dailies. Dailies. And how many of them are multiple per day? None. None, none of all, them are they're like all one time just a day. one time a day. Yeah. Yeah, that you plus know, he that's... can't have any kind of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the silent killer. I don't have to take pills for that, though. <laughs> you know, that's the next thing I was going to say is I started the keto diet. And oh. I am no, I haven't had more than 35 carbs in a day in three weeks now. Nice. So, so how does that work? How how do you like that? How do you like the keto diet? Man, if you like, if you like meat, <laughs> it's it's not too bad. I mean, it's high protein, high fat, low yeah, carb. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I find I've found these in a regular damn <laughs> tortilla is like twenty five carbs. Yeah, I found dude. some low carb ones with three grams of carbs in it so what do i do? what do you do you make up tacos like every fucking day and just <laughs> oh eat tacos because you have cheese that i mean cheese is hella fatty but it ain't got no carbs in it so yeah. you load up all the cheese you want you load up on the guacamole you put the fucking sour <laughs> cream on it like you can and you just make taco salads you do i mean you eat a lot of meat man yeah i mean you just you can find little keto bread, and it's <laughs> it's <disgusting>. it res <laughs> it resembles bread. That's how the gluten free bread tends to be. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you, that's with the same shit. Yeah, it probably is. Get, yeah, get a loaf that's like oh tiny, just super mm -hmm. tiny. It's like eight dollars. It's like no, I don't need that. I got I just I got bread. six hamburger buns for like eight fifty nine or something. Yeah, uh, I about puke once, and I was like, oh, I'm not eating these no more. It's like, damn, dude, this is. A, I love a sandwich, but this is almost not worth it, man. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. fuck's sake. But Josie's been like, Josie's been making like we had keto waffles. The keto waffles aren't bad. I have gluten free waffles. Yeah, there there's some simple truth ones from Kroger that are pretty good. Yeah. There's just options out there. You just gotta like find three or four meals that you like and then find three or four ways of making that same meal kind of deal like find you a chicken dish that you like and then find ways of making it a little different that's kind of the same route i had to do when i went gluten-free was i had to find what i could eat mm -hmm. and then what i liked of what i could eat yeah that's and, and that's and the you big have to thing. make that figure out how to make that work oh yeah because like i said we take tacos dude i make I make burritos and then we'll do the just tacos and then I mean it's all pretty much the same shit. It's just throwing you find these low carb wraps. I've been making wraps for lunch and shit and I mean so, it's go so ahead. That, that's something that's changed since the last time you've been here though. Oh last yeah. time you were here you didn't have a girlfriend. Oh that too. I'm an actually new thing that I had no way only a handful of people know. I'm moving in with her this week. Say what? So 
That's a step that's, that that's Doug huge. has never had in his entire life. He has wow. never lived with a girl that he is seeing. It'll be different. It's going to be... It'll be an adjustment. It's okay, going to so be that's different, more, yes. this, this is more than just like a girlfriend that you've had for a little bit. This is like... Is this something we are like, at... We're at nine months now. Oh, I mean, shit. that's huge. That's pretty big. That's when, big for you. When oh, and I tell her I love her and stuff, bro. That's oh, that's shit. super huge. It's like me. I love right? her and stuff. <laughs> when Austin but, was at nine months, he had a kid in the oven. <laughs> yeah, oh, no shit. Um, pretty close. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> Let's see. Doug, I got to move back to Wichita. <laughs> Look at him. He's doing the uh, math, too. Yeah. No. Nine months. That's when we found out yeah. that she was pregnant. That's fucking no funny. No shit. And that was... How old is Sydney? I was going to ask Sydney's you this. <laughs> so that was nine God, years ago. Dang. This month. Yeah. They, February 14th. February 14th. <laughs> it was a very good <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's Which, not when you went see, to See, the thing uh, is, you Austin, don't remember right? it for any reason, but I... Like that day, well, me and Carla just hung out together, and we went to Kansas City, well, and it did. snowed so fucking hard. You did more in than Kansas hang out. City. <laughs> well, no, Brown then we came home, and uh, yeah, that's when we had fun. Well, that's when she Sydney was, was made. Sydney was <laughs> conceived in that in that apartment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh I mean, man. Nice. But yeah, so yes, uh, me and Doug were roommates at the time. Yeah, it must be. Uh, you got a whole a whole uh, thing now. Moving yeah, in. I mean, that's that's pretty much the consumed my last couple weeks is uh, trying to figure out, trying to get some shit taken care of before yeah. I move in, get some things squared off. You know, I know that feeling. Uh, really, it all came down to the meth heads next door at my grandpa's <laughs> house. Got foreclosed on. The bank took their house. Oh, really? Is that so the one where the so there's a little was? yeah where the police standoff yeah, was. A standoff. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it on one of the episodes. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, cracks me up that that house was they're out. They got evicted. They've had they've apparently been foreclosed on for like the last four months, and nobody knew just because it's a sketchball house. You never know who's fucking there or not. Yeah. So we're sitting there. The police come to the door. And apparently, like, the lady from the bank had showed up the, like, week before on a Friday. And there was five people inside of this house. <laughs> this house is supposed to have been foreclosed <laughs> on forever. And meth heads are just in there squatting. Oh, man. And a cop shows up. And I just sat out on the front porch and watched that shit. Because it was like, I wanted to celebrate. <laughs> like, Get the meth heads But knowing, knowing, that's, knowing that my grandpa no longer lives next to a fucking meth head den. Yeah, and yeah. I feel a little bit more comfortable about, hey, you know, I asked him too, Grandpa, you know, if I was to move out and move in with my girlfriend, would you have any problems with that? He's like, as long as you, grandson, as long as you come by when I go out of town and get the newspaper and grab my mail, I don't give two shits. <laughs> and I, I said, sounds good to me, Grandpa, and that was the extent of our conversation about it, but... He gave me the okay, so look at that. Really, she gave me the okay too, and then yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the important thing. I was gonna say, I think her yeah. saying, "Hey, let's move in together." <laughs> but I did think, I, I mean, it was like I asked my grandpa one night 
and then talked to her about it the next night, and then it was a done deal. Look well, at good. Doug. Well, congratulations. Crazy. Thank you, thank you. For thank being an adult. You. Yeah. And if things good. keep going this well, you might have to put a tux on one of these days. And oh shit! I'm 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 all about that one. Word up. <laughs> um, to change change speeds a little bit, I got another story for you guys. All, all right. right, go. Um. Um, to change, change speeds a little bit. I got another story for you guys. All, All right, right, go. Um, this one's not as bright and cheery as the cock blocking a lion thing, but this is also <laughs> a, a very dangerous one as well. You know, uh, we were playing disc golf as, a, as you may know, I've been getting into disc golf lately. Oh, yes, yeah, dude, you played people. at Arrowhead. Yes, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah. Yes, he did get to play at Arrowhead. That was all <laughs> I stood on the field, which is fucking cool. Yeah. But, um, same field so Patrick we, Mahomes takes. <laughs> you're goddamn right. MVP. MVP. But we're playing disc golf, but we do that shit at night sometimes. Where you just, you'll go get some glow sticks or whatever from Dollar General and go hang them in the basket. And then you can still play. I mean, you just got to keep. You can get these little LED lights that you can tape to your discs so okay. you can still see them. And I mean, it makes it to where, like, during the summertime, it's too hot. So playing at night, it's a little nicer. Plus, the disc golf courses are fucking packed during the summertime, during the day, because that's when everybody wants to play. So you find other times. And especially in winter, you know, hell, the sun goes down at 5 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. You pretty much don't have any time after work to do shit. So we try to do this shit. We're at Oak Park, which is down at 13th and like the river. Yeah. Down by North High, kind of. And uh, played a couple holes. I've got my disc golf bag, which has got like a JBL clip, like speaker, which is like, this thing bangs for a little tiny, like three inch speaker. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, it's we're sitting there just listening to music or whatever and playing. We get to the third tee box, Garrett throws, and it just. I mean, no big deal. We weren't thinking ain't nothing was special about this moment. He fucking stands off to the side of the tee box, and then we hear two gunshots. Oh, shit. Pop, pop. Southsiders, we don't really think too much of it. You hear gunshots a lot on the south side. It happens. Especially with baby Mamaville right down the street, bro. Somebody's always shooting somebody. It's at somebody. Yes. So you always hear gunfire. So I didn't think shit of it. And you just pop, pop. And I was like, damn, okay. It's getting lit on a Saturday or whatever. <laughs> Next thing you know is we hear two more. And it, as the fourth one pops off, we hear a whiz. <laughs> like, I I can't make the sound, but it was a bullet. Like, there was no other. Nothing was flying that fast at that point. And yeah. other, it was a bullet. A bullet flew between me and Garrett, and we were like four feet apart. Oh, shit. So immediately we hit the dirt though. It's like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, this got real as shit. Fucking, we're sitting there. I turn up. I think you never know. So I turn like my turn the stereo speaker off. I've got my discs bag like blocking me, as in like trying to if anybody shoots again. And at this point, after we hit the ground, you hear three more shots pop off. Damn. Pop pop pop, and like you. 
you never hear another whiz. It was just the first that yeah. that first whiz that we heard that made us drop to the ground. You never heard another one, so we weren't sure. But once that third that last pop went off, Garrett looked at me. We made eye contact. He said, "Let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I just got up and we ran, dude. Grabbed yeah. our discs or whatever and dipped. Like it's like um about. A little over a hundred yards from where we were to my where my car was, I sprinted the entire way, like on a fucking dead sprint. Ooh, and you're like your serpentining bag. and shit, like <laughs> trying to zigzag and shit. I was like, I'm not getting. And I took whip my bag off my shoulder, fucking grab my keys out of my bag, and I'm like spinning and like surveying the area and shit, like trying to do this tactical shit. Slide into the car, like you're playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Fucking next thing you know is like Garrett's way, like twenty yards behind me, bro. Like I left him in the fucking dust. And I'm already in the car, got it started with the fucking door unlocked by the time he shows up. Yeah. And we're I'm fucking we fly off and I was like, bro, I gotta get my head right. We went like we looked to see if there was like any cars speeding off or anything, and fucking we didn't see anything. And I just went and parked in front of some dude's house and I faced a joint by myself and like just sitting there like we about died, bro. Like I I was teetering on two feelings. I was like, I'm immortal because I almost died and I didn't. You know, I felt I felt that strength that like yeah. like we just fucking almost died, dude. We like what? And like so there was that pumping going that adrenaline pumping through my veins, and then there was that we almost fucking died, dude. And that realization of, holy yeah, fuck, a bullet, like, almost, I mean, could have got us, dude. Like, that was some wild-ass shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Whew, fucking boy, crazy. But that was, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that was a hell of a night, dude, because that was like... Austin, did you feel immortal when you and Glenn got in that wreck? No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel like you cheated death or anything? Because that was... No, that was just the weirdest thing because it was just so slow motion. Yeah, and I told you about that wreck. Me and mm. me and this dude got in a wreck. We were driving from Shreveport to Dallas, and it was I raining. So, yeah, and he was going too fast, and he hydroplaned, and we spun out on that highway t- two full circles, and I saw the front of this red semi twice. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it wasn't. It was just like we just sat there. I'm like, oh, shit, that just happened. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Like, I don't know. I, me and Garrett, again, when I was like 16, hanging out with Garrett. we got into a wreck like that where they were, him and Amanda were in the back seat, and we were going on 235. Yeah. I was doing 70 in a 65. Some dude's doing 60 in the fast lane. I come up trying to pass him. He slides over in front of me. I try to pass him on the left. And he fucking slides over again. I have to like slam on my brakes. I'm also like 16 years old, yeah, so yeah, not a yeah. very great driver. Was that the was that the Dodge Neon? Yeah, and that thing fucking that caught anyways. And the back end because Garrett and Amanda were in the back. I had weight in the back, and it just swung it. Ooh. And we did like a ten, we did like a 1080 across 235, bro. And the fact it was like seven o'clock on a like Sunday evening or whatever, and like the fact that we didn't die get hit by another car or nothing like there was poles like street lights and shit and we didn't hit anything yeah that's crazy i don't know me and garrett either like need to keep hanging out when crazy <laughs> shit happens because nothing ever really happens to us 
Look at you running around thinking you're immortal. I'm immortal. Yeah. God, I'm a god. <laughs> I'm a Dude, it was a weird god. ass feeling though. That that is the, whew, that was a wild emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Do you still go over there? And, and oh yeah, play? we. I mean, we don't we don't play at night anymore. Over there, <laughs> yeah, I would. But. I would. But it was one. definitely something that the first time I got around to that tee box again during the daytime, I was like, "Well, then really? you kind of look around and see yeah. like where because you know the directions came from." And Garrett and his dad went like the next morning to look to see if they could find some shell casings or see if there was anything crazy out yeah. of the ordinary. Yeah, and apparently there's a route that from a bridge because this is all over by like Crone Castle. I mean. Yeah, I know. I, Josh I was, I was just over there at, the other day. Yeah, it's right over there by the castle, and you can Which it, is like really if cool. you were on that bridge, right in front of the castle, and shot into the forest, you could have technically been aiming like right at us. Wow! So they may have just been shooting a gun. And not that even that was to hit and you. that was the kind of final thing that made me feel better about it is the fact that you know, we only heard one one whiz, so only one bullet technically came at us mm. that you know of that we know of. And then, you know, at least we weren't, if if that was the case, we weren't targeted. Yeah. yeah. It was just a random shitty, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I can deal with that. I can yeah. deal with that. At least, at least Nobody was trying to kill, to kill me. me. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's where, I mean, that's a, that's a game changer as far as, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least we weren't targeted. Where it was like some get, little VLB was trying to make his mark or whatever and fucking shooting off, mm. trying to kill us. You know, and that could have easily have been the case, <laughs> it, especially in that area. In that that area, yeah, yeah. for sure. That's fucking so, crazy, though. Oh yeah, I had to I had to bring a crazy story for you guys' podcast. Well, no, I mean that's kind of been yeah. the go-to since every episode yeah. you've been yeah. on. The trifecta so was, has been complete. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hold on to that one. Yeah. Oh fuck! Doug always coming in with the crazy shit. <laughs> Golly, that was that was a wild one though. Yeah, that's oh, that's a man. that's a that's a story. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come back in like July again. I go to the zoo in June. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can't figure something out. <laughs> oh fuck! Because yeah, you got two zoo stories that you've given us: mm-hmm. the gorillas and the in the in the oh, and there's cock the block and the lion, the elephant one that where's the bailing wire or whatever. Yep. That's, That's right. my my three two three go to zoo stories right there. <laughs> oh yeah. man, Austin, you want to go into some music? Yeah, let's not let's knock out music. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, do we want to do mine first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, you're the um, guest. Yeah, ladies first. Um, <laughs> about you? I would have to say honestly, like. I gave you that one song, his big crit, off of his new little eight song, EP, LP, whatever you want to call it. And it's called Learn from Texas. Come down one day, 
round one day, then they paint that whistle around one day, clown one day, show the grill, show the grill. I just wanna bend the corner late night to the early morning, got an old school with some new component back then, they didn't want me. Now that I'm swinging, they all on me. Now that I'm pulling up clean, I double the figure like double the cup of the lean. Glass highs with the gleam, screens like puppets on streams, yada da mean. Pull PM at the Kappa on swingers and adapters watching me ball, yeah. Salamander on the slab, two mile per hour, they watching me crawl. I, I just wanna pull up, pull up, pull up. Like UGK used to double cup the fluid. DJ school chop suit. Learning shit from Texas. you're liking that oh yeah that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) but uh it's really i don't know it's like the first three songs off of that album are just badass i don't know if anybody ever actually listens to big crit besides me but i have never heard of big crit I have uh, never heard a big crit either, but that. But I enjoyed that song. Yeah, the song made me uh, super nostalgic for that whole era of music that he's talking about. The UGK, that's, but that's DJ Screw, like all that shit. That's the type of music that he just he makes. Yeah. Bun B actually just released an album a couple months back, I think in November. Yeah, that was the uh, what was the name of that one? Yeah, I can't remember the name on it either, but it it had some. Just old school bangers, yeah, yeah, yeah. like old school gangster down south hits, and Big Crit sang all the fucking hooks for him. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've Big never... Crit came out with he's got he's got like five or six albums, I think. Yeah, I was looking looking because you sent me a link to Apple and I don't have Apple, so I yeah, it's kind of. I went and looked it up on Spotify, and I was actually listening to it when you sent the next link. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going through his albums. Yeah, it's funny because it's like. You I, sent, I saved you, it so I could go back and listen to more. You, you yeah. sent him a link to Apple, and then he'll send me links to Spotify, but I don't have Spotify, but I have Amazon Unlimited. <laughs> so it's like... So y'all working with something different here. <laughs> it's just nice, funny. Nice, nice. Uh, no, I enjoy this song yeah. a lot, though. Like I said, it reminded me just a lot of like the early... What, like 2000s? Um, yeah, late 90s, early yeah, 2000s. Like when we were in Louisiana. Yeah, like that <laughs> dirty South fucking, like, uh, fucking Paul Wall, like, fucking, like. Uh, oh, know, and he references Swisher all House. that. Fucking, but yeah, that's Swisher House. He works, he works a lot with Bum B right now. Yeah. So that's a lot of that I can, Port Arthur, can Texas, hear that, that like, I mean, down South slang shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like that. I always have, I mean, UGK. It's always got a special place in my heart for oh, sure. Yeah. Like, that's oh, yeah. for sure. But yeah, his like Big Crit's last album was pretty good too. But I mean, that's really the only two that I've gotten into. But this TDT, I suggest it. I, there's only eight songs, but five out of eight are solid. Sweet. I might those yeah, definitely be definitely be checking it out. I'll be listening to that tomorrow when I uh, when I start driving around <laughs> for work. <laughs> It'll it'll be worth it. Oh yeah, it's fucking. It was good. I enjoyed it a lot, man. Austin, you want me to go next? Sure. Okay, so I picked one of my favorite artists ever, and he's from North Carolina, and I played him on here before. And this is J Cole, and the name of the song is 
middle child. Niggas been counting me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty. But that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it get. I do not store powder. I might take a sip. I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my niggas is broke? What good is for Class and my niggas can't sit. That's my next mission. That's why I can't quit. Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips. Just put the rolly right back on my wrist. This watch came from Drizzy. He gave me a gift. Back when the rap game was praying like this. To act like two legends cannot coexist. But I never beef with a nigga for nothing. If I smoke a rapper, it's gonna be legit. It won't be for clout. It won't be for fame. It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane. Everything grows. It's destined to change. I love you, little niggas. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you. Pain. I hope you no money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now Was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The Billy is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money in your palm don't make you real Put it is on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand don't make you real So yeah, I mean, I love J. Cole He's fucking out here teaching these youngins Like, he's like, he's out here trying to educate these fucking young rappers on some on some shit <laughs> that's that was the thing i liked about that song though is the way that he looks at himself as kind of like that go between age bracket yeah he's you like he, i mean like he's, he's like, like that us in between where he, hove, you know he heard he heard and grew up with nas and all the other good rappers and shit that we grew yeah. up with yeah that we know yeah but he's actually having interactions with these not new young rappers yeah. that we don't really have respect for because we don't really give a fuck about. He's actually taking a little time with them. And he, you, he references a couple of times like, what is a uh, Kodak Black where he's talking about if that dude had a little more guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might he might be I mean, he might be able to really do some kind of deal like. There are some of these young dudes that if they didn't have that mumble influence, because that's just what's selling right now. That's yeah, yeah. kids not our age enjoy that shit. Yeah, they enjoy Gucci Gang, 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 Gucci Gang. I can't get behind that. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Or a six nine. I can't. I really can't fuck with six nine. But yeah, but I mean, all of that like kind said, of stuff. We grew up with. We grew up with rap. Yeah, with rap that told me a story. I mean, yeah. what I love about this is a lot like Kod. What he did is he, I mean, his flow on this is not like his flow on Kod, where he was taking their rap style and then rapping lyrics over their rap. You know, with their rap. Yeah, style. he wasn't doing the yeah, exactly. In this one, he he kind of went back to that old J Cole flow which is my favorite flow 
from you God, know like, he's such a great storyteller yeah, man. Yeah. like and i that's he, what i like and like him. you said like he's like this in between right he's our age so like we grew up on like you said nas biggie tupac jay like storytellers fucking spitters yeah, like yeah. people who actually had something that they were wanting to tell you and got their message across yeah. yes and then but like you like you just said i mean he's he's just trying to like it's weird he's like <coughs> he's big brother in him without big like time. Big b- without time. like putting him down yeah you know? with no disrespect just showing that you know i do see that you could hang with the big boys it's just a different yeah. time yeah. like it's they're going for something different exactly you know if somebody would have given some of these guys guidance maybe they wouldn't have been mumble rappers and maybe they'd have been more like j cole or something like that and then we wouldn't be talking about them like this yeah because you, know? you see yes. you see guys like uh what's his name uh, young thug like he's got so much influence like if you listen to him he's so much influence from like little wayne and like you know people like that and mm-hmm. but yet he he falls back on mumble because like you said it's the hot shit right now man it's just what's it's what's putting him on mtv it's yeah. what's putting him like getting him on youtube and all that you shit can't you know necessarily I mean? like, blame him for it yeah and i'm not i'm not even mad at the sound not the soundcloud <laughs> rapper like if, if, if you can't I could do it i would <laughs> we're just not bred for that that's yeah. just not i mean that wasn't our way out kind of deal i don't know like, about y'all i, I got a rap album i'm <laughs> You have a rap track. Hey, <laughs> if I put it, if I put EP behind that bitch, <laughs> put like, that fucker on iTunes. We just need to get like two more. I get two more. I put EP, EP behind it. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. Well, I got to get five. Of course, if I do five, then I got as many as your guys' EP, right? <laughs> Dick, <laughs> Damn, hater. <laughs> that shit should have been. You guys should have put that shit on iTunes a long time ago. Shit, that thing is dead and gone. Yeah, I keep a copy in my car. That's just because I got a seat. There's somewhere. There's like a fuck ton of CDs. I think that's funny. I don't know. I I I can't remember who's got them. I don't know. I think Ricky's probably got them. I don't even have the. I was gonna try to grab a couple. I I don't even have the re uh, the re the redone version that had um, the new guitarist on it. I have the original. We didn't. We didn't have the. We didn't. We didn't make any CDs with it. Ah, it that, was. It was. Just, that was dead. That was dead stock. That fucking. We went. We paid a hundred and some odd dollars, or a couple hundred some odd dollars, to send him into the studio to never hear the final product. No, we we got. Oh, well, we heard it. Yeah, but we never actually made. Oh anything. no, the final product's on uh, SoundCloud. It's so. on SoundCloud. I, yeah, I uploaded yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it should be out there I, on when iTunes. I sent it to man. him. He's got it. Yeah. And it's 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 our opening track. Yeah, this is the one. It's got Jagger on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. All right, I should like listen to you guys' podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when you're on. Hey, <laughs> and you know I don't even listen to this, so <laughs> I'm here for this. I I don't need to <laughs> rehash over it. Oh yeah, sure you do. Get your oh, own man. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'll play it just so you guys get the plays. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Get that AdSense. <laughs> Get that AdSense. <laughs> bitch, bitch, better have my pennies. <laughs> Getting pennies on the play. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, so, I'm gonna play a song by Outcast. 
called Elevators. Parentheses, me and you. Parentheses, me and you. <laughs> One for the money, yes sir, two for the show. A couple of years ago, on Headland and the low. What's the starter? Something good. Where me and my nigga rode the martyr through the hood. Just trying to find that hookup. Now every day we looked up at the ceiling. Watching ceiling fans go round, trying to catch that feeling off instrumental. Had my pencil and plus my paper. We caught the 86 lot on your head at 2 decade writing rhymes. Trying to find our spot off in that light. Light off in that spot. Knowing that we can rock Doing the hole in the wall club This shit here must stop Like freeze We making the crowd yeah. move But we uh, not making no G's And that's a no-no A one-two no, no. two. Dope niggas in the Cadillac They call us Went from Plagueis Ball to Ball Putting the up on the map It's like Little Rock to Bangin' Niggas say motherfuck That Plaguein' They payin' We stayin' Laggin' vocals Locales done Made it with them big boys Up in this industry Outcast Yeah, them niggas They making big noise Over a million sold to this day Niggas they take it like They 96 Gon' be that year That out Y'all Plagueis Hit this thing bite me Around this bitch Your mama and your cousin too Rolling down the strip on the boat Coming up slamming Cadillac doors Me and you Your mama and your cousin too Rolling down the strip on the boat Coming up slamming Cadillac doors So The Super Bowl performance was pretty weak I didn't watch it uh, but it made me want to listen to some Outcast. So today I was cleaning up the house and I just had Outcast. Just I listened to Southern Playlistic. I like music almost all the way through. AT Aliens. I listened to Equimini. I just listened to all of it. Big Boy just announced they're doing a North American tour with Dungeon Family. I hope I can see that. That makes two of us. <laughs> I, uh, I remember Outcast another... played Coachella like two years ago. Oh yeah, that was like Andre 3000's like last performance or yeah, something. Yeah, I wish I'd have went. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it actually was really hard to figure out which song I wanted to play because there's so many good ones. Yeah. But like, like me and Doug. I've listened to a lot of Outcast together. Yeah. Bro, you told me that that was going to be your song, and I immediately got on iTunes, downloaded the <laughs> AT Aliens, and just started playing it while I was cooking dinner tonight. It's, so, yeah, fuck so, it. I mean, me and Doug lived with each other for several years, and an Outcast album got played very frequently. Love them. I love Outcast. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in high school, we listened to a lot of Outcast. So. Know, there's lots of memories behind Outcast, but then you know, who, like, who doesn't like elevators? The music's all about. Okay, okay, so I'm gonna throw this out there. You have to have. You can only listen to one for the rest of your life. What is it? One song? No, one one album. album. One album for the rest of your life. What Give album are you second. picking? That's tough. Oh, it's AT Aliens all day, every day. That's that's a easy man. Wheels of Steel, fucking. <laughs> the There's just too good. many bangers. You can even go into their skits where they got the dude who just does the spoken word shit, and that even fucking bangs, man. Yeah. Like Thirteenth Step growing or Thirteenth Floor growing old. That song is the most emotional song on that whole album, and it's still dope as fuck. <laughs> if you listen to the layers of it because of the fucking water in the background. 
Like I used to trip mushrooms and listen to Outkast <laughs> a lot too. But there's a lot of because there's yes, depth to there's music. There's depth to it. There, yeah. It's not just like a beat made by a fucking rolling piano that was like three four layers. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. This is something that somebody spent days weeks perfecting this beat yeah like getting it to the point where do you hear those air bubbles pop in the background they came in at just the right point when the beat comes down and shit Mm -hmm. like it just they it's just so much more artistic than some of the fucking bullshit that gets made now anymore trap music is trash to me because it's just somebody's hitting a button and it's telling a computer to do a 16th roll and fucking bam okay and then keep doing that on every so many counts and it's just i don't know yeah it's how all beats are made but i just feel like it's just weak i don't know man i just don't like the new beats it doesn't feel like there's much uh craftsmanship in new beats i really agree with that that's how i mean it just doesn't feel like there's not a i mean there are the dudes out there i guess i mean like scott storch is still doing where he sits there with a keyboard and will fucking write shit for the, uh, his songs like and that's dope the kids from the, the producers that work with brock hampton are definitely in that that wheelhouse of they really take their time to craft songs to like make a beat yeah, to make yeah. your beat like don't just throw together a beat create yeah, yeah. make one like yeah. When you hear it, it don't need to be wrapped over the top of to be banged. Yeah, yeah. You can still listen to it with, and then just throwing lyrics on top of it just makes it that much better. Like, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking for something that, you know, shit, you give me an Austin 45 minutes in a computer program and we can whip <laughs> something up. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of it that you go onto a website on online and figure out scales. Yep. And you just. Start putting scales together, and bam! Next thing you know, is we could have a, a top forty hit. So, which one were you taking, Austin? Oh, it'd probably be the same. Okay, um, that's I, a great album. Uh, I'm gonna be the odd man because I, I, I take Southern Stank Playlist kind of like music. I've listened to that a ton too. Man. Red Velvet will get tattooed on me at some point. Fucking beat. That song is a good one. Man. That song off of Stankonia, Red Velvet, yeah, is my fucking. shit. I mean, Bombs Over Baghdad might be one of That's the best it's, bangers. It's fun, for sure. We were trying <laughs> to work that in as a cover for a yeah. while. Like, B.O.B. Like is one of the... Fast. It's just one of the... It was gonna, really fast. It was. It was going to be fun. Yeah. For it's me, fucking anyway. great. It's fun guitar. Bad. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. Red Velvet. <sighs> God. I, I've always liked their, like, deep cuts, the B, B-sides and shit. Like, yeah. they've always had... Sh- fire ass singles but then they get just banged like miss jackson yeah 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 like that's the bad thing about stankonia and all that is like oh well they, the- that was when they really popped yeah, like yeah. where they really were more worldwide and it kind of got more poppy yeah, and yeah i feel like it just i don't know well see i feel like stankonia was the last album that they put out that was really outcast and yeah, then no, everything I mean, else that after that. Speaker box and yeah. the love below afterwards was yeah. trash. Yeah, Roses but, was the only song on that entire. Idlewild was good, but I, I liked Idlewild. I like uh, yeah. Good. I was gonna say I liked Speaker box more than I liked the love I below. Listen to Idlewild today. Really? Yeah. But I like. I'm the, I'm a weird guy. I like Big Boy more than I like Andre. 
that doesn't make it necessarily weird. There's plenty of times where I mean, like I think Andre Big has a more unique. Rap. Yeah, I, I think there's yeah. more times where Andre has a different, uh, more unique uh, way that he raps. But I think when it comes to like lyricism, like Big Big Boy is the better one of the two. They both spit like a deep deep message, but I feel like big boys is more accessible yeah i feel like when he's saying something he's telling you more about like what it was like being a dope boy and all that shit yeah. whereas andre is trying to tap into his emotional yeah. shit and he's trying to get super deep well especially the later end of their career yeah like if you go into like some of their early albums there's still uh, some of it but there's three, somewhere he 3k was hard. 3k was gangster back then oh too, yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah i mean you get on any of the dungeon family shit goody mob stuff yeah like, yeah yeah He's real gangster on some of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, there's a lot of where, it, you know, he was the emotional side where Big Boy was. Like, yeah. if they played good cop, bad cop, you know who was who. Yeah. Like, it was clear and present. And, and I think Andre liked experimenting more um, with, oh, with yeah. the he sound. He wanted to be different. Yeah. Like, well, he, who's going to wear fucking shag carpet pants with shoulder pads bro like nobody and that was you that's how you knew andre was just a different dude like yeah, yeah. uh-huh yeah yeah i mean he was just a wild cat uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like he really was he was just a I wild ass fucking dude. rosa parks man guys yeah equimini was a great album too Aquimini, me and Garrett. Yeah, man Shit. that was fr- that was my freshman year man i listened to that fuck, until the fucking CD melted, man. Like, yeah. That was, oh my god. Yeah. That's how I feel about Stankonia. I listened to Stankonia senior year so fucking much, man. Yeah. Like, I think it, at one point I just it, it should have just been melted inside of the CD yeah. player. <laughs> the car was playing it on their own. It exactly. Didn't even need the CD. It just knew. I don't yeah. know how to sing this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, fucking equipment I is dope as fuck though. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, it kind of saddens me that they're one of those groups that just kind of couldn't keep it together. Well, that's, I mean, that's why they're not doing it anymore. Is because they found out that the further along they went, they were just like, this isn't getting better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, their first three, boom, they killed that shit. And then it just slowly started to just get more mainstream and you could tell that there's probably a producer that had way more influence on that shit i'll say this that's my concern with rtj4 coming out this year but the thing is i'm so afraid of it being too fucking lp i was gonna wear my rtj shirt today rtj because i i i noticed that lp just posted that shit on instagram the other day that He's work. He's back in the yeah, back he, in the lab working on RTJ four. Yeah, him and Killer are back in the. Oh boy! Like I said, it's my it's one of my most anticipated albums of the year. This year is that RTJ four, but I'm also really worried about it because they got so much play on, like, um, you see, you hear their music For those on that commercials don't know, now. Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. that? As if for those that don't know, it's uh, Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Run the Jewels. Yeah, and if you ain't listened to them, you should have. Go check them out. Yeah, you should they're, be they're listening good. to them. They're fucking dope. But, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where I'm like, they've gotten so much play now in commercials and, like, Baby Driver and, like, all this stuff where I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be too big. So what I hope <laughs> is just, my hope with them is that both of them have been around for so long Yeah, that they wouldn't deviate from what. 
They, and that's the thing is I feel like they're they're enough business savvy in the entertainment business that yeah. they would understand that if we change too much, it's going to push more people away. I feel like the people that are listening to RTJ want to hear that RTJ sound. Yeah. Like but they want to hear that I wanna techno hear, type almost beats. I want to hear nine tracks of nothing but fucking blockbuster night part one yeah <laughs> like rtj that's all i want <laughs> just hard as fuck just <laughs> i mean I, yeah. I like their other songs too where they slow it down a little but man like those fucking like bangers god damn yeah oh i i saw them in concert oh yeah uh, i think last summer it's... yeah because you sent me video and i was jealous yeah boy i tell you that was <coughs> An experience. Yeah, I saw. I got to see him twice now. So if nice. it, when they come back through, I'll see him again. <laughs> oh yeah, if I get another chance, believe that. Yeah, the second time Jamie and I were in the front row, like she was on the guardrail, and I was like, I had my arms around her that way no one would push her. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking dope, man. But all right, guys. Uh, shit, we were gonna try to do some other shit, but I guess we'll get to that next week. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were going to, you know, the AFI uh, Top 100, uh, we'll, we'll hit that next week, um, which works out because... Um, I actually was not a good boy and didn't watch the movie. Yes. Yeah, Doug, Doug didn't did not, watch it. Doug didn't want to watch it. Well, maybe uh, we'll so talk we'll about... T- we'll talk about two next week. Yeah, we'll talk about Citizen Kane. Uh, the other movie we're, we're going to work on is On the Waterfront, so try to check that out if you guys want to check that out. Um, I know our friend Ray has sent us a message talking about Citizen Kane, so we'll play that next week when we talk about it. Um, and then, yeah, On the Waterfront, check it out, uh, starring Marlon Brando. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I've never seen this movie, so. Uh, I I watched it the other day, so uh, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on that one, too. Okay. So I'm just going to like say thank you guys again for... Having my sorry ass up here. No, and Doug, it's awesome that you came back on. Let's any time. Literally, well, let's make it. Let's make it less than fucking seven months. Then, <laughs> well, we record every week. You just let me know. It's yeah, funny because okay. cool. he, he he said that you were like, "Hey, can I come back on?" And I'm like, "Anytime he wants." <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I told him. Well, yeah, I was like, otherwise so... it's just me and him talking to each other trying to fill an hour. <laughs> So when do you uh, do that? Because I'd like to be on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, let's definitely do it less than six months apart. Yeah, thanks for coming Sounds on, man. Good. I, I, yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's always a, fun. It's, it's always a good fun. time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it deviates from what we talk about every week, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah, uh, I guarantee you there's people that if they listen to you shit regularly, they're like, <laughs> they're gonna like a break. what in the fuck? This is totally different. Exactly. <laughs> but it's good. They it's talked about weed a long good. time. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of weed talk on that last one. Welcome to Weed Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to talk to us about weed, uh, hit us up on the Anchor app. Let us know. Uh, hit us up on social media. Um, it's the same places every week. Uh, that's all I have. That's all I have. Ask questions about Doug. Yeah, ask ask questions we'll about have Doug. some shit to talk about. If you want to see Doug, yeah. he's on Instagram too. At uh, what is your your handle on there? Dank. Oh, I, 
Doug the Dank yeah. 420 or 710 <laughs> or something. Something weed related. Just look for Doug and it's either got drums or something weed related yep. on it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. It's been a longer one. Uh, but this is Austin. Josh. And Doug. Shouldn't be this hard. Me and you. <laughs> 